Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to walk around in the back of your partner's Zoom call? Mm. 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 Come on to that. Oh God, are we still talk? That's like two years ago etiquette, isn't it? And should you reply to messages when you're on holiday? So passive aggressive, Cheeky Ben. Cheeky bar stewards. It was off grid. Can I just say, I did not message you. I hope you noticed. Oh, did you not? I thought, I know we're friends and we have a life outside this podcast, but also, in many ways, I am your work and you're on holiday. I will not message you. It was weeks ago, anyway. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony ants? Oh, we William Hansen, the UK's... Leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more schmoozing at Henley Regatta. You're more raving in Iron Apple. <laughs> and that's from Adrienne. Thank you very much. That's excellent. I've been to Henley Regatta. <laughs> I have. I'd never heard of it before I've been. Have I changed? Have you been before? No, I haven't, actually. Yeah, it's, uh... But I don't, I don't really like boats, so it's sort of... It's not all boats. No, but yeah. I think it, it helps if you like it. Yeah, I've actually been, yeah. It's a good piss up. I also have a morbid fear of striped blazers, so... Why did he wear all those striped blazers? I have absolutely no idea. They all look ridiculous, if you ask me. Okay. Sorry. And the little hat, what's the round Panama. straw? Panama. Panama hats. Panama hats can be very smart. Isn't that but... what Diana were on? No, that panorama. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are silly. Panama. 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 Oh, why are they called that? Probably because they've got origins in Panama. Oh, Chris, you've had a good week. Look, excuse me. I oh, told you you can only do those that at Christmas. You can't do those jokes now, married man. Now, let's not start this again. Okay, so. As always, 
Whilst, oh Christ, Mikey's had a good week. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextonmyboss or you can write to old stroppy bollocks here, William Hanson, <laughs> who promises a handwritten reply on his own lettered paper and he will send a handwritten reply. He just is on the website sextonmyboss.com. I'm going to send a reply, right? I've got it in my bag. I got it a few weeks ago. And so, whoever's getting this, this is going to be the so first bad. handwritten it's, reply ho- ever to I be ho- sent yeah, by Jordan. It's going to be my first ever handwritten reply. Oh, God, where is it? What's oh, my this? God, you've actually got your own presenter cards in your bag. Oh, I have. I Look, oh. they've literally <laughs> just fallen out. <laughs> so, oh, is it that one? Yeah, so I got a lovely, uh, lovely letter off... Jake Garner from Colchester. So I got you a lovely letter and I'm going to reply to it. What are you doing? Why are you replying? I got those presenter cards because every time I go back up Burnley, my grandma bloody Well, because it says me. on the back, Radio 1 going home with Vic and Jordan weekdays and I've just put brackets Monday to Thursday. You're such a tosser. So because it's not all weekdays. There and every time I go home, my grandma asks. She sent me a text. One of Don't laugh. Cause it's, one of her mate's husbands had a heart attack. Right. right, and she said, "Will you send him a card? <laughs> a presenter card." I said, "What do you want me to put?" She said, "Just say get well soon." So get well soon. Best wishes, Jordan. Wow, well, miracle cure. Probably, probably oh. danced out the hospital having received that. Also, oh, I've been looking for that. Whilst that's in there. Oh, your your chloroseptic spray. Not that many squirts. It's just two, I think. Two squirts and a bump. Um, now we come on to our toes. Now, I've poured the ginger bonnet. We've had that little foray into your bag. We've got a very large envelope here, and we're talking very large. I'm thinking that's A1, maybe? A1 size? William Hansen. Someone's knocking at the door. Someone's what? ringing a bell. You are the postcode lottery winner. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Don't watch daytime telly. No. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing a bell. Do you not listen to TalkSport? They always play that, thinking. Not doing this again. You know Postcode Lottery with Jeff Brazier? No, not really. Someone's knocking at the door. I know the song. Somebody's ringing the bell. William Hansen. Yes. This is your life. God. Oh, something fell out. What is it? Oh. Oh, it's a big old card. So it's a big card and it's our faces on it. Oh my God. These are ones. I've got curly hair. It's from Moonpig. This is what Wendy likes to do. Wendy likes to make okay. it. Okay. Birthday, bless her. There's a picture of me and you. It's you an was, old De Bonnet advert. It's an old De Bonnet advert. It says, De Bonnet wine. It's a card. It says, Dear William and Disgrace. No, it says, Dear Will and Disgrace. Oh, Will and Disgrace. I think it's a joke on the American sitcom. Bottoms up. <laughs> I'm listening. Thank you for pounding the D into me. <laughs> Who's this from? Love Paul, Kieran, Rooney. So is that Paul, Kieran and Rooney, or is that all one name? I don't know. Maybe that's Paul, Kieran Rooney, as in I'm William Richard Henry Hanson. Paul, Kieran Rooney. Well, that is fantastic. We should get that framed. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, let's get Thank that Thank you for framed. your big one, Paul. Okay. Uh, and so this toast is to Paul, Kieran Rooney, or possibly Paul, Kieran and Rooney. I'm feeling a bit mischievous today. Mischievous. Mischievous. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No <laughs> clinking. Say it. No clinking. It's Thank common. You. Delish. Thank you. That one's to you. So, in in the top of the in the top of the script, when you referred to Zoom, oh, that gimmick, vinegar stroke. That vinegar stroke. Mm. She's the drag queen, isn't she? Do you know what vinegar stroke is? What? When you're on vinegar stroke. No. <laughs> That's what I just saw. So I did it then. I went like that. I went. So vinegar stroke is. 
you know, when you're about to release, release, it, they say it's like having a shot of vinegar, and that's why you go. Well, I think you're doing it wrong if you look like that. Your face looks like you've had a shot of vinegar. Anyway. Okay. In the script, you mentioned, is it okay to walk around the back of your partner's Zoom call? I had a, a desperate pleading text from the producer uh, yesterday saying, you sent me a picture. It was a picture sent of, so just the, of a view of his bedroom viewed through the crack of the door from the, the room in, before his bedroom. And Kat, his long-suffering girlfriend, was, was there on a Zoom call and Ben's trousers were on the bed, and Ben needed to leave the house. <laughs> and Ben didn't want to go into the bedroom to get the trousers because he'd be in the back of the shot without trousers. And also, Kat potentially might have reacted unfavourably. She didn't. She was actually very nice about it in the end. But Ben was worried. Get out! <laughs> I'm on a Zoom! How dare you? Kat, I need my trousers. I've got to go to work. I've only got my boxers on. I bet he had little, like little fireman, <laughs> wife from fireman sand boxers on or something. Like little kids. Cut. Please, I need my trousers. But I was saying, and then then I then Ben texts me going, should should I just crawl in? Which is just a desperate, <laughs> desperate can imagine, can imagine Ben like that kid off that BBC News thing. He yeah. just comes, <laughs> <laughs> just comes marching in. He shuts door and cats like. Uh, do you remember that kid that went viral? Mm. That was bad. But you got your trousers in the end, yes? Okay, he's wearing... Oh, we, he's, he's still got them on. We both got corduroy on today. I've got corduroy on. Is it corduroy? No, it's corduroy. Corduroy. Oh, my God, am I dressed... I'm sorry... You're rubbing off on me because I'm starting to dress like you. Because mm. I recently invested in a pair of um, cargo trousers. Well, that's definitely not from me. All the cool kids are wearing them. We talked about it a few so weeks ago. So why are you ago. wearing them? And I've only worn them once. And I feel much more comfortable in my corduroy. Corduroy. Corduroy, you can't go wrong with a pair of corduroy trousers. Also, people when we kids that used to call juice or squash cordial. Or we used to call it cordial. Oh, I bet you friggin' did. I've, sa I've said this before on this podcast. But cordial. There is... Would you like a glass of cordial? <laughs> no, I'll have a glass of pop, juice or squash, please. There is a, a. I bet you had Ribena, didn't you? I didn't, but my brother did. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like Ribena. I always, I always thought, you know, when you'd go around someone's house after school, if they had Ribena in mm -hmm. and proper like digestives with chocolate, I always thought you were doing well. <laughs> Seriously, I, mean, I went round to Rick's house in year nine. He mm. made me a glass of Ribena. His fridge had an ice thing. So had oh yeah, yeah, we had one of those. Yeah, American fridge. Fridge give ice out, and we had proper digestive chocolate biscuits. I was like. This is how the other half live. Nice. Honestly, I was like, one day I'm going to have an house. <laughs> we have a fridge that gives out ice, Ribena. The, uh, anyway, there is a piece of footage, uh, which annoyingly we've lost, but I'm, I must be about four or five, and my brother is sitting in a high chair. So he's a baby at this point, because he's, he's three, three years younger than me. And he's sitting there, and obviously my father's videoing on the home uh, video recorder and you know James is sitting there not doing very much but sort of sort of got some food and drink in front of him and obviously I clearly didn't like the fact that James was getting a little bit more attention oh, than me. Oh really? Yeah, I've grown out of it and um, I just push myself in front of the camera holding a drink and go I've got orange barley water <laughs> I wish we could find that because it's so sweet There's one of me and our Ryan singing the German version when we lived in Berlin of 99 Red Balloons. And we can't, I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> it's 99, Unnerf Balance. I don't think it's 99. 
whatever it was, 99. Nine and nine sick, maybe. Nine and nine, so sick Nerf ballons. I can't remember it. This <laughs> one. And there was, mum, you remember on old CBBC and CITV? Mm. My mum, she's very creative and she's very artistic. She sent in one of those cards that parents yes. used to make yeah. for like my third or fourth birthday. And she taped it because back in the days she used to say, oh, we're going to play, show, tell you the date behind. She taped it and my dad taped over it with Top Gun. <laughs> it might have been Cracker, actually. Right, but he it taped been, over it was the critical point. Yeah, might have been Cracker. She went mad at him. She still goes on about it. If you ever, if, if ever want to cause an argument to him, mum and dad bring that up. Right, okay. That and the woman in the red dress in Magaloff. But anyway, that was <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only, it's only nothing like that. But Lady anyway. in red. So anyway. Bless them. How's your week been? What's crack? Well, the day this episode goes out, deep breath everyone. <sighs> Is it your birthday? No, I'm September. Oh, yeah. day this episode goes out, <sighs> one month left on Poppins. Oh. I know. I'm very sad about it. I will be there on the last night, obviously. Oh, have you got tickets for last yeah. night? Will they do a big do at the end? They'll probably do something, yeah. They might do a really good song at the end, They like... probably will dedicate a plaque, probably to me. And now the end is near, and, and so, so I face, face the, the final, final curtain. Why are we still holding hands? I don't know, but I'm loving it. And I'm, I might cut. Is there a spare ticket? Uh, no, I think it's sold out, actually. Oh. But if there is, I'm sure you could What write. are you going to do to fill that void? Are they going to replace it with Oliver? Because I'd go and watch No, Oliver they're not here. replacing it with Oliver. They're pla- replacing it with the Temptations musical. Hi, Aaron. Hi, yeah. Tempt- that's not a temptation. No, and I'm not tempted either. Have you been to see Tina yet? No. We could get into Tina. Oh, she's more like... <laughs> I think you have to ask her first. <laughs> she's more like Tina Turner than Tina Turner. <laughs> what are you going oh, to... Ge- I genuinely don't know. I genuinely... Don't know. It's just going to have to be reruns of the films, probably. You need to get a hobby. Why don't you start, like, cross-stitch or something? <laughs> cross-stitch? Yeah. I don't know. See, yeah. like, I always find people with hobbies and stuff, like, your hobby is Mary, your hobby and interest in Mary Poppins. I mean, I, 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 I'm not a complete one-track mind, but... Mine's football, but, like, you know people that go and play badminton or squash? Oh, to be fair, I did used to like playing squash. And that, but now when I finish work, I preferred cordial. I, I just want to go and watch telly. That's my main hobby. Literally, at the mo- the the thing I love in my life the mm. most at the moment is when you're so busy, is getting home, making a nice tea, and watching telly. Right. Is that sad? No. Anyway, I like no. going to cinema as well. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you going to do? How are you going to cope? I don't know. I probably. I mean, I probably just I don't know. Make some friends or something. That's probably what I'll have to do. Find other people to talk to. We don't have many friends, there. I have quite enough. Yeah, you do. You are. I'm joking. You have loads of friends. Yes. You always say, my friend Leanne, my friend Arthur. Arthur? My friend Peter. You know Peter who knows Paul. So, oh God. I did, talking of friends, I spent some time with uh, our friend Chelsea. Uh, and she brought it to my attention. I want to just ask you. I love Chelsea. Do I overreact? The silence I don't like. In in what way? So we were sitting working together. On like, we were having like a work day where we try and encourage each other to work and just chat in between all that, encouraging each other to work. And it's sort of glacial silence and we're sitting there beavering away. And apparently, and I'm going to do a, a slight recreation of it, I'm sitting there and I go, <gasps> Oh! 
And she went, what? What? And I, li- I was silent for about 40 seconds. I went, I've forgotten to send Alexandra a new home card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm- in my world, that's really bad. I do. I think you can be a bit dramatic and overreact. Remember once we're talking about someone, you went, well, he's clearly got a drug problem. I was like, well, he doesn't. Did I? Yeah. And I was like, this person's sober as a judge. Well, I can't even remember So, that. I mean, you overreact, but then I can overreact. Do you? I get, I get stressed very easily, don't I? You do get very, very stressed, yes. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. It means that you want the best. But, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, I'm a perfectionist. You are a perfectionist. But anyway, uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to relax rather okay. than overreact. You're trying that's, to be a bit more laid back. Yeah. I mean, we're approaching New Year's resolutions time. Maybe that's my new no, resolution. It's just I just won't care. You be you, hon. I just won't care. You be oh, you. I, I don't really care. You be you. Um, however, I did care about the imbecile in my gym one of, with my quarterly visits. And I saw he came in from the gym. I was changing. I've got a photo. I took a photo, not of him, but of what he did. You're not allowed to take pictures in gym changing rooms. Well, I did. There was no people involved. He got unchanged to go into the shower, and he just left all of his clothes like that. I do that, or on the bench. On the floor. There's nothing wrong with that. Not on the floor. It's a trip hazard. It's it's out of way. It's not out of way. It's right in the middle of the gym changing room floor. Shoes. Yeah. Dirty stuff. I I usually put them on the bench, but yeah. Put them on the bench, or better still, Put them in the locker. Mm. Why? Why are we, you're going to go off and have a five ten minutes shower? And it was not a quick shower. And all his clothes in the middle of the floor. I tell you when I lived in Manchester. You used to live in Manchester. Yeah. No. When I lived in Manchester. You used to go. Uh, what record were it? Virgin Gym at uh, Media City. Yeah, Media yeah. City. And I went and I got out at shower. I went in and I was like, I put my, I put all my clean clothes outside. And I hung my clean boxes up, I remember, on the peg. But my boxes had gone. Right. And I thought, I thought someone had took them by mistake. Taken. Taken them by mistake. I said to the lad on reception, way out joggling, I knew him. It was quite pally. I went, oh, someone's nicked me boxes. He went, oh, God, not again. <laughs> I went, what do you mean? He went, yeah, we've had a few complaints recently. Mm. I was like, oh, I thought someone had taken them by mistake. He went, no, no, no. Someone keeps um, nicking lads' dirty boxes. I thought, only in Manchester. Well, it's probably not only in Manchester, but yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Anyway. Wow. So now I tend to like, even now it's in my subconscious, when I strip off at gym and get in shower, Ooh. I put my, put my dirty boxes, like hide them underneath the rest of my clothes. Do you not take backup boxes? Yeah, I get changed into clean boxes. Yeah, okay, fine. Mm. But at least you've got your others if there's a problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else this from this week? Uh, no, I think this week's been quite, quite placid. I've got my parents coming this weekend. To stay in? Well, not with me. I just can't get my head round. Obviously, this. famously, I don't have a bedroom. Every time, right, William's mum and dad come to visit him in London, but he makes them pay for a hotel. Well, okay. Cost, cost First of all, they don't have to, they don't have to visit, and my second bedroom is our study. Where you you can put them up bed settee, but not get into this. So I don't what, have a bed settee. What's the plans for the weekend then? Well, we're going to we're going to do some shopping because when they were last up, my brother was with with them, and, and he is trainers. he's famously not a shopper. And when James has had enough, he's had enough. And what James says goes. We were in a lovely, lovely antique shop in Chiswick. And we on had, a Saturday? Yeah, we'd gone for breakfast. And I said, oh, look, next door is this lovely antique shop. Can't think of all this. Let's go and have a look round. And as we walk in, James goes, uh, yeah, Liverpool are playing in three hours. That's me. 
That's me. Meaning we need to get back in the car to drive back to Bristol. So good watch. So thus antique shopping was cut short. Yeah. So they're coming up predominantly so we can go back to that same antique shop. So you're shop. going to Chiswick? How long will it take to get to Chiswick? About 10 minutes. Chiswick's miles out. No, it's not. Where's Chiswick? About 10 minutes from me. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, okay. 15 right. at a push. So that's a Saturday. What are you doing on a Sunday? Just breakfast to go for a walk. They're going to go and do their own thing. They're going to start doing some Christmas shopping. But I'm not going to be with them. Oh, not even started, man. No. I'm just getting the nephews this year and then I'll get my brother's bottle of whiskey and I'll need to get my mum. So I'm getting everyone <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's the trouble when you go, no, I'm going to pair it back this year. You realise, well, if I give to X, I have yeah. to give to Y, and then I have to give to Z, and it becomes very difficult. That's the only thing I don't like about mum and dad in Spain. What? My mum and her own at Christmas. Oh. Well, she's got, she's got, she's got her friends there. Yeah, and she's got... Um, Kath and Brian, yeah. my auntie and uncle. But, mm. Okay. Um, speaking of which, that is so weird. I was yes. going to talk about it. That's very good. So I'm going for tapas tonight, because last year, my mum got me a voucher... For a tapas restaurant in London. Oh, right. It runs out soon. So yes. I booked it. I'm going tonight. And a Segway ride. A Segway ride? Yeah, she got me a Segway ride. It's very random. Oh, I vaguely remember this. But I've not booked that yet. So I'm wondering if you're free in the next few days or next <laughs> week or so. Should we go on a Segway ride? That would be so funny. That I, would be funny, wouldn't it? I'd love to do that, Should yeah. Should we do it? We could record it, couldn't we? Engage McCaw. That could be good. Right, I'll, she'll enjoy that. Okay. We'll do it. And we'll, I'll, I'll we'll, bring some pledge. We'll be like mall cop. Be what? Pledge. Pledge? On your shoes. Um, yeah, mall, what? Mall cop. Mall cop. Mall cop. Have you not seen the film? No. Yeah, you have. You've seen it. No, it's I really have segue, hasn't it? Oh, 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 like, yes, the security yeah. guard. Yes. But you have... Do you, they have them around Media City. Do they still have them now? I don't know. I'm when I first started working there, used to, they used to go around on these segways. I'm like, Mick, some Mick, <laughs> like bold tattoo bloke from Salford, pissing around with one of them. I'm like, what are you doing on one of them? It's like, kills an hour. Where, where do we go on the segway? Like, once you get on it on this tour? Round, uh, I think it's Battersea. Battersea, oh. In my. London. Or I think it's round Thames. Okay. What round? Around London. Up and down the Thames. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Like we could do it. I'd like that. But yeah, I'm going to have tapas tonight, but I'm off beer for, for a You bit. haven't invited me to the tapas bit, though. Yeah, I'm going on. Yeah. With some friends. Yeah. Do you like, do you like, I don't, are you good with sharing food? Yeah. Forget my share, yeah. <laughs> That's not really sharing. I love a bit of tapas. Wendy makes a great tapas now. Well, I don't think you can make a tapas. Well, she makes potatoes bravas. Yeah, but okay, but then she makes a good potatoes bravas. Alioli. Yeah. Just puts it all out when you go round now. Just go on a seat, do you? When he gets it out when you go round. Oh, don't say that. It's my mother. Thank you, Ben. Excuse me, how much rubbish have you said about my parents <laughs> yeah, over the years? Anything else? I'm off beer at the moment. You're off beer. Because it's, it's that time of year now. It's that time of year where everyone's, and it's started, everyone's trying to, they're coming for a drink. Because I'm just, this week, I'm just off, not off total alcohol, I'm having a G and D, but... Just off the beer before I start, like, because it's it's the next week or so is where you're smashing the pints, isn't it, Ben? You won't understand. But no. it's literally drinks after work, drinks this week, go and see so and so. Your grandma wants to see you before Christmas, and we all know Grandma Glennis can. So I'm just this week. So I'm going for tapas tonight. I don't really want to drink beer. Oh, do you know what? Sack it. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's willpower, ladies and gentlemen. But, but it is. I'm just gonna have a good clean week because it's literally turning into excuse my French here. Fuck it. It's Christmas. 
So it's like, oh, should we have a brownie? Do you know, I haven't had a mince pie yet. Yeah, see, yeah, you no. don't be daft. No, I, prob- I know I haven't. I'm, I so haven't even sniffed a bit of Stolen. It's round about now where it's starting to get busy and everyone's like, come on, let's meet, let's go for drinks after work. So okay. I'm going for tapas today. But Do you know what we're doing at the English Manor? We're doing our Christmas party in January. Oh, damn. Give you something to... No, give you something I hate to... it when companies do. No, I mean... I... It's mainly because nobody is free on the same days within December, but also gives us something to look forward to in January. Do you want to explain what the English manner is for those that don't know? Well, it's my company. It's the day, it's the day job. It's the company that William owns. Yes, away from when I'm not making jokes about D, uh, I'm teaching all about T. Oh. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Put them in my LinkedIn bio. Uh, yes, so it's, it's my company for etiquette training, uh, available to hire. Speaking of which, yes, uh, should we do <gasps> William's etiquette, etiquette, what is it? Etiquette, etiquette, of the week. Cue the jingle. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, 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 of the week. Today we're talking about the etiquette of the phrase, shall I be mother? Oh, okay. Yes, and I'll tell you all about it after these messages. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's time for William's etiquettymology of the week. And the term this week, the phrase, the meaning of... Shall I be mother? Well, what's your, what's your take on this? I think it just comes from back in the day where... I don't want to sound sexist here, but back in the old days, like the, I don't know, the 40s and 50s and 30s and what have you, mm. where the, 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 the lady, the housewife, was expected to do most of the domestic chores. So shall I be mother means like... Because you do it for when you're pouring tea, don't you? Uh, oh, you're so close to the so actual say, origin. So, you, so shall I be mother means pouring it. Do you not remember when Margaret Thatcher did it in The Crown? Uh, yeah, that, that factual Shall I be mother? So, <laughs> so um, I think it comes from there. Well, yeah, basically, well, when tea came into Europe and the UK in the 17th century, it was, of course, incredibly expensive because of the taxation. Um, and so tea was kept under lock and key. 
So if you had tea, it wasn't just in the cupboard, it was in a tea caddy, which was lockable. And the lady of the house only would have the key for the tea. And so to further protect the tea and to stop the servants who, you know, might steal it because you could trade in tea because it was a commodity, um, the lady of the house would then prepare the tea boil the water, make the tea, scoop the tea from the caddy into the teapot in front of her guests. She might even make her own blend of tea. Um, And being served in that way was a great compliment to your guests, which is why we have the phrase, shall I be mother? Because it was mother who would have uh, done the tea. So I was kind of right. You were kind of right. Not so much with the sexist bit that you did. I wasn't being sexist, was I? No, you were were harking back to a day where maybe people were slightly more sexist. Yeah. Tea was a very was quite a feminine thing at the time. Queen Catherine of Braganza supposedly also helped popularize it. And so the the lady was in charge of the tea and would would keep the the key on a on her belt on a chatelaine and would would sort of pour the tea into the Now famously you don't drink much tea, do you? I, I I'm getting much better with tea. I do like it. I have to do it at home. We it's, both prefer coffee. Yes. Yes. I can't I'll be honest, I can't do tea in other people's houses. I can do tea when I've prepared it myself. Four minutes, you let it brew for. Depending on which tea it is, yes. Um, but it's when I go to other people's house. But d- ditto, the same with coffee. When I see other people do coffee, obviously, famously controversial, uh, I will, I sort of watch them and think, oh, no, this is going to be terrible yeah. coffee. So I'd much rather just have water okay. rather than tea or coffee. But I do drink tea at home. I have to, yeah. Well, see, I have, so I have two coffees in the morning, coffee in the afternoon, and then from then I'm on tea for the rest of the day. So I have like, probably about two or three cups a day. Tea. But I'd rather have really six good... cups in all. Probably. Six cups. So I'd, two coffees, coffee after, and then maybe two teas when we get home. And in regular black tea, everyone, there is just as much caffeine as a that's, cup of coffee. That's not true. It is, is true. It? Is it? It is true. There's so more... everyone that goes, oh no, I can't have too much coffee because all that caffeine. If you have tea, exactly the same amount of caffeine. It's not. It's not. No, it's per pound, but in a natural cup of tea, there's not as much caffeine as coffee. If you say so. I'm pretty sure that is because it was on. I tell you what, that was on QI. The Mythbuster. What right. tea, what's your tea of choice? Uh, Countess Grey or an Earl Grey, that sort no, of thing. No, brand. Oh, Fortner and Mason. Yorkshire tea. <laughs> Mikey has Yorkshire tea sometimes, yes. if he doesn't have Irish breakfast, which is his favourite. What's Irish? Barry's? No, he has had Barry's, but no, Fortner and Mason, Irish breakfast. Irish blend. breakfast, is it strong? Mm, very strong, very, very Builders strong. Builders tea. Yeah. Let's go to the listeners' correspondence. This is from Mr Sherlock. No shit. No. Do you not get that? Well, yes, but I've also just sort of slightly scanned down on the letter. Dear William Jordan and EPB. Have I ruined a joke? Have I ruined a joke? Dear William Jordan and EPB, I have an ongoing dilemma that I could do with some advice on. The issue, unfortunately, involves my name. My name is Sherlock. This leads to people constantly making jokes. (laughs) I can be at work and say an answer to a question and someone is quick to pipe up with, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Sorry. It does normally get a laugh, but I'm just so bored by it. Everyone I meet also makes the same joke. There is little to no imagination involved here. That's why Jordan made the joke. If I'm around a new group of people, they all think they're the first people to have come up with it, like I've never heard it before. Most of the time, I react with either a completely blank face or a quick comment like, nice pun, when in reality, I want to point out how dim-witted their joke is. I would appreciate both of your advice on how to react, as as honestly, I'm losing patience. Yours sincerely, Mr Sherlock. Thanks, Mr Sherlock. Tell Watson we said hello. (laughs) 
I feel sorry for Mr. Sherlock. Yeah, so do I. I do as well. Where'd you get those double peak caps, though? I've always wanted one of them. A deerstalker hat. A deerstalker hat. Is that one of them? Yeah. No, this is serious, Mr. Sherlock. So if you're just listening now, put your pipe down and listen carefully. <laughs> Jordan. Because <laughs> we've, got, we've, got ad- we've got some advice for you. Okay. Mm. And we know you're a very busy man. Okay. Um, you've just got to own it. As, as soon as you know, yeah. as soon as people know that it annoys you, they'll do it. So you've got to own it. It's like, right, you'll hear the same jokes every day, but you've just, you've just got to yeah. laugh along with it. Right? I must hear this twice a week, at least twice a week, if I'm lucky. You've got a face for radio. And all you just say is, if I had a pound. Mm. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. People ask me constantly about I'm a celeb. Which I don't mind because it's the best thing I ever did. I always say, best thing I ever did, never again. And you got to go. And <laughs> it they was all, so they all, good, I'd never do it again. They all say, I, I couldn't. They all say, like, just, and I'm, yes, I'm in contact with them all, and I get asked the same questions, but you just smile and ask. And I don't mind being asked, but you've just got to own it. That's my advice. Yeah, I, I get asked regularly, not on a daily basis, but on a, a several times a week basis. Oh, so how did you get into it again? Yeah, yeah, of course. And you'll, you'll get asked. Yeah. Yeah. And as everyone knows, that isn't a short story. Uh, but, you know, it, they're, they're showing an interest, so it's fine. I guess they're not showing an interest in your name necessarily. They're sort of making the obvious joke. But I think, yes, you do own it. And when you say your name, you can go, you can hold the jokes uh, or something like that. Or, and yes, I've heard the jokes. Um, or get your jokes out now type of thing. But, or if it's really bothering you, change your name. Or you could go down a hyacinth bouquet route and change the pronunciation of your name. Sherlock. Sherlock. Or Sherlocky. Sherlocky. Sherlock. It's elementary, my dear. Sherlock. Right. You've really... Can I just say, just to sort of peep behind the curtain here, Jordan has literally been on his phone for the last five <laughs> minutes Googling, and I knew exactly what you were doing. I'm like, you're looking up Sherlock references, and that's the best I'm you done. can come up with. I'm done, really done. Sorry. Anyway. Now we're on to an anonymous... Can I just say... What? Makes you proud to be British that he's one of our... He wasn't a real character. He's fictional, weren't he? Yeah. Arthur, that, Conan, Arthur Conan Doyle. That's it. That It's so British that he's one of the most British characters and yet we've come up with such a great catchphrase of no shit Sherlock. <laughs> Makes you proud, doesn't it? I prefer no piss Poirot. Oh, is that... No. You made that up? <laughs> no shit Sherlock. Oh, another one is, mm. as well, I don't get this, my mum and dad always say it to me, oh, good idea, Batman. And that's being sarcastic. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. What's that mean? They're meaning, yeah, that's what we're all thinking. Is that what Robin used to say? Oh, is that because Batman used to say the obvious? Well, I don't know, I've never actually watched Batman. Where does that mean? Come on, good idea, Batman. I think because Robin and that six... And yeah, Robin might have gone, oh, great idea, Batman, but was idea. being genuine. Yeah, and Batman used to say, this means, yeah. Did he? Next one. Hey, Jordan, William, and EPB. My dilemma is, what is the etiquette for giving your employer honest feedback when leaving a place of work? Obviously, one hopes for a glowing reference, but I feel that honest feedback may mean that won't happen. Should I just move on when the time comes and keep quiet? Kind regards, Anonymous. It depends how you feel, because employees can't give bad references, can they? They're not allowed. Employees. 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 Employers. Employers. They can't give I think they just, with they say something like, I'm not going to give a reference, which is basically oh. like they were terrible. I, I, in answer to Anonymous's question, I probably wouldn't say anything. I would. Just keep it classy. 
No swearing. Yes, and don't get personal. Yeah, just keep it classy and just be like, can I give you... Even even put it in an email. Or a letter. Or a letter. I'd do an official letter. Keep it classy. Yeah. Show it to someone. Write it. Yeah. Sleep on it. Good idea. Good idea. Go back. But, keep it classy. Because yeah. keep... I, I wish, looking back, some former players, I wish I'd said to them, do you know what? You treated people like shit. Obviously, put that in a professional way. Mm. You, know, you actually made people feel like crap and dreaded coming into work every day at some of my former places. Wow. Mm. Okay. This one is from Emily. Good afternoon, William and Jordan. I've only recently become a and diva and I'm loving the bank catalogue. I have a question for William regarding Christmas etiquette. Our 25-year-old son and his girlfriend have not spent Christmas Day with us in four years. We have two younger children that adore their older brother and ask every year if they're coming. They spend it at his partner's family every year. Back in the day, my husband and I would alternate our parents, eventually with us hosting both sets at ours. When we broach the subject, our son uses a mixture of avoidance and sulking techniques. What is the correct etiquette? Oh, Your newly recruited G and Diva, Emily. This is every year. So I agree with Emily, you should take it in turns. Well, I, no, you should. It's nice to do that, and yes, but, you know, let's be honest, particularly in the last three years when Christmas has been, you know, completely... We didn't know what we were coming or going. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you have to break the cycle. And sometimes, you know, if there is a particular person that hosts Christmas in your family, as life changes and evolves, Christmas is going to change. But there is too much pressure put on who spends Christmas with who. It is a day. Yes, it's a lovely day. Yes, it's all about family and friends and love. But if you don't see them for the rest of the year, I can see why you might get annoyed. But if you actually see them generally, then... I wouldn't worry too much about it. No, I agree. You if you're def- constantly going somewhere if and they, not going to the other, fair if, enough. If they haven't got kids, but yeah, you should take it in turns, definitely. You mm. should. Mm. You should. You should take it in turns. I'm, yeah, you should take it in turns. Well, em- I think em- Emily is hosting, basically. It's, it's the fact that her son is not coming. Yeah. And is always going to his partner's. Or at least he could go in the morning to theirs if they live nearby and then spend the afternoon. Yeah, I mean... Or that- do Boxing Day. There's, there's ways around it. You should. I disagree with you. I completely disagree with you. Really? Yeah. You should. It's. I know it can be hard work. I know. I know people that have got like step parents and stuff. Well, Christmas is really stressful because they've got to go and see like some I know have got to go and see four lots of parents. So they did two mm. on Christmas Day, two on Boxing Day. Yeah. It's just how it is, and I think you've got to. But that... when you have kids, it's different. Cause you're like, right, I've got my own kids now. I'm staying at home. We've got presents here. You can come and see us. I agree with Emily. We've got to alternate. They said, oh, last year we were at yours, mum's, so this year we're going to go to my mum and dad's. But, but I, I think the, the trouble is I can see why some people may not want to go and do Christmas with whatever division, even, even if it's a friend, for example, or a relative, because already ahead of the day there is this pressure, this expectation. Mm. No, you've got to come to ours, and I can see why that puts people off. So my advice to you, Emily, if you want your, your son that's sort of avoiding coming and sulking as you say take the pressure off just like okay fine be chill about it may not work this year but eventually they'll probably come maybe you are putting too much pressure on them that's what i'd say on that and final one is from holly hello william jordan epb and the main man diego i'm writing as i was in a sticky situation a few weeks back and would like to hear your advice 
A few weeks ago, I quickly popped to Asda to get a few bits. However, in my rush to get into the store, I didn't realise the empty carrier bag I had grabbed was in fact a bag of dirty washing from a recent work trip. I did my shopping and was walking out of the store to see the store manager with a high-vis and blue rubber gloves picking up a quite clearly worn pair of black knickers with a tissue and stuffing them into a nearby bin. I could hear others commenting on how disgusting it is for people to litter, yet alone discard a pair of worn underwear in public. I also agreed with this and shook my head as I walked past. As I got further across the car park, I noticed more socks and tights. I again shook my head, thinking, how disgusting can people be? When I got to my car and there was a bright blue bra on the floor next to the driver's door, no apostrophe, it dawned on me. Oh, shit. Those were my socks, tights, and even worse, my knickers. I quickly stepped over the bra, got in the car, and drove off. So I guess my question is... Picked what... it up. So I guess my question is, what it's is the... bra, they're not, de- they're not cheap these days, bras. What is the etiquette Someone when told... you drop... <laughs> what is the etiquette when you drop your knickers in the entrance of Asda? Was I right in just pretending... Believe pretend... you me, William's dropped his knickers in the entrance of Asda a few times. It wasn't Asda. <laughs> uh, was I right in just pretending it was nothing to do with me, or should I have collected my belongings, strewn across the car park, and apologised <laughs> to the manager? Thank you in advance for your assistance. Holly, brackets, now a Tesco customer. Well, something similar has happened to me. <laughs> what? Right. In what way? So when I was in commercial radio yes. at Rock FM, a local company in Preston used to do my washing for me because <laughs> um, my, my washing machine never worked. So I just used to pay this local company, I think it was about £10, £15 a week, they used to come and take your washing, wash it for you, and then drop it off. They used to drop it off at Rock FM. Wow. So I had all my washing dropped off. Right. It's a good, good story, this, for Christmas. And um, at the same time, Rocky Fem, so used to, my clothes, fresh washing used to get dropped off at the radio station. At the same time, we used to do collections locally for a charity mm. called Cash for Kids. Nice. So um, we used to collect, I'm not laughing, we used to collect, people used to drop presents off for children like, whose parents couldn't afford to buy them presents and stuff. So we used to, in the station, we'd have loads and loads of bags and presents wrapped up. And, and stuff uh, for, for kids. Yeah. And my laundry got dropped off at the same time. And still to this day, I don't know what's happened, but <laughs> basically some kids opened my boxes on Christmas Day. <laughs> Which doesn't sound odd at all. Freshly, freshly washed boxes. At least they're clean. So I was, for weeks I was like, where's them gone? And something... And <laughs> the penny dropped. And Nikki and Claire from Cash for Kids team at Rock FM. We're like, oh, I think we've, I think we've, <laughs> I think we've given you boxes and clothes to, to charity. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I would have... I think get, you've got to own it. I think you've got to own it. I definitely would have picked up the, the, um, the knickers or whatever it was, the bra, uh, on the floor next to the driver's door. Absolutely. You could have done that very discreetly. Oh, I tell you about our Ryan as well <laughs> in year 10. Oh, he, oh, he fell out with my mum. What happened? He, um... Put his rug. My mum washed his PE kit. Yeah. Yeah. He put his rugby top on to come play rugby. Stuck to the back of it was <laughs> my mum's g-string. <laughs> <laughs> Not just knickers. <laughs> a g-string. He won't go to school for the rest of the week. He got so much shit. How did Honestly, Wendy react? What? She <laughs> went, "Sorry, what my like?" She still tells that story now. <laughs> 
It's the fact it was a thong. I think it was a thong or a g- I th- don't think it was a G-string. I think it was a What's thong. the difference between a thong and a G-string? What is the difference between a thong? Is it a thong and a G-string? I don't know. Yeah, so... It's... You're asking the wrong thing. Yeah, I think it was a thong anyway. And it was... She'd put, she'd put her knickers in drying with him. She went, here, you need that. But anyway. So, yeah, um... Well, it all goes on. So, um, yeah, you should have... I would have just said, oh, I would have done that. Oh, what am I like? That's mine. Oh, no, if they're picking it up with gloves. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you for all your letters. So stressful getting your PE kit turned around within 24 hours. Yeah, I, I was very rarely... I was normally off games oh, most of the time. Oh, you were. Yeah. Put you off with period pains. That's what old girls mm. used to do. Is that what excuse you used? No, I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. I, think the, no, I don't think Sorry, the teachers Sarah, could Sorry, I'm be. on the period. I can't do it. So what you did? No. I did GCSE PE. Did you? That d- doesn't surprise me. Loved it. Of course you did. Got a B, one of my highest GCSEs. Got a B and PE. B and PE. Right. Yeah. Lovely. Well, that's... Anyway. It's the education system uh, for you. You can sit... Well, don't mean no harm. No, no, no. No, it has done. Look at you now. You can send you... We used to watch... Um, and we need to finish this episode. <laughs> we used to watch... Um, you Are What You Eat in our PE lessons. <laughs> Remember with Gillian McKee? <laughs> yeah. Weird programme. Right, I'm going to finish in a minute. Weird, if, you, if, you, if you're a young Jean Diva, YouTube it. It's basically, she'd go in and insult people that were a bit, like, proper insult them. Then she'd put out in a week what they used to eat in a week, which was always shocking, because if you put out for anyone what they eat in a week, she'd basically call them every name under the sun. And then, like, before end of part two... She'd ask him to shit in a Tupperware and she'd inspect the shit. Live on telly. Mate, can you just have a wee clap in that Tupperware for us there? Thank you. After part two, we'll go and have a look at Barry's shit. And now we have Love Island. <laughs> you can send us your anonymous admittals. Will you stop putting that on the script? You can send us your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. You can tweet us. Or send a message on Instagram at Sex and My Boss. Or you can write to William Hansen, who promised a handwritten reply in his own letter paper. The address is on the website for that. It's Sex and My Boss. Sorry, that was my bottle. Sex and My Boss.com. Thank you. Goodbye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. 
Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.